Welcome to the Revenue Builders Podcast with John McMahon and John Kaplan. This podcast is brought to you by Force Management. Force's solutions help companies, small teams, and individuals accelerate sales performance. Be sure to check out their new online platform, Ascender. Today, a segment with Elastic Chief Sales Officer Michael Kremen. Michael talks about the CFO factor in your deals, failing fast, and asking the hard questions early. Here he is with John McMahon and John Kaplan. These days, so a lot of times we think of salespeople that we're competing against our competition, you know, our head-to-head competitors. And these days in uncertain times, I think it's important for every salesperson to understand you're competing against all the other things that that CFO could buy. So now how does your cost justification stand up against all those other things that the CFO could buy, right? Absolutely. It's so true. The situation I described a few minutes ago about, oh, CFO has to get involved. There were 34 other deals happening on that last day of the quarter that they were working to get done. Bingo. And my person says, Kremen, we're five on the list. Of course, I, I asked him later when the smoke cleared why we weren't one, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved being five out of that many because they knew we were trying to get them, they were trying to get them all done. But it's you you nailed it. It's absolutely about where you stack against all the other things that he or yeah. she has to get done. Yeah, I no, think I, a lot I, of salespeople leave that out. Johnny, I think you want to ask Michael a question. Yeah, I think the um, you guys are talking about such a great theme here. I don't think it's if a CFO is going to be involved in your deals. I think you just assume, and we probably should always assume that there'll be financial implications and what have you. So I'd like to talk a little bit more about the how, because um, I'm a big believer, and I'd like to get your guys' opinion on this, is um, you go early and you get advice. You go late and get critiqued. It's like, there's a proposal on the table and I've actually gotten feedback from CFOs before and said, you've really left me no choice, but since the proposal's on the table, it's my job to scrutinize that proposal, to critique it. You come early, you get advice. You ask me about what are some things, uh, you know, how will you make decisions? We're not sure if we have a solution yet, but we're pretty sure we're going to have something that's going to come across your desk. What does it have to look like? And going with the champion, a lot of people make a, a, a decision to say, I'll go without my champion. And it totally changes the dynamic of the conversation because the feedback I've gotten from CFOs is, I need your champion who actually works in my company to hear this same advice at the same time. So, Michael, could you kind of give us some feedback on those points? Are you encouraging people to go early and go with champions. Could you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. John, it's a, it's a the great point in there, especially now, but always and in the future. Uh, and, and, you know, I should make this comment. Uh, we're talking CFO and I call it the CFO factor in a, in a, in a good way, but let's be honest too. I mean, depending on the company bouncing up to the CEO, depending on a size deal, bouncing into a board level. I mean, we always have to be thinking there's always a next level, right? So back to your specific question, though, early is crucial. You know, I I see teams 
So first of all, there, there's, I'm going to even take a step back. I think there's nothing worse in the world than um, unqualified deals where you have teams that work in earnest and they work so hard and they're doing really good work for the most part, but they never, ever had a chance to win or the customer was never, ever going to go move forward with this. And sometimes I watch and when I get involved, it's like you start asking those questions. And I know John does this, has always done this too. It's ask the hard questions early. Mm -hmm. You know, I know you don't want to hear a bad answer, but it's better to hear one now than later because you can recalibrate what you're doing. Or in some situations, you can pivot to other clients. That's okay. But it's going that whole pace all the way up and then not connecting that value or not understanding it and leaving your champion stranded. Your other question, that's absolutely right. Because so many times... Those leaders, that CFO wants to know, hey, what's the team doing here in my company? You're spot on. You're up there telling him or her they needed to have already heard it or they're going to hear it because the person's sitting next to you. So I don't think there's a more important approach, quite frankly, than get fa fail fast, get to the bad news faster because you can recalibrate. You always can recalibrate. But you can't when you're so deep into it and you burn so many hours of your time, your company's time, your partner's time and your customer's time because it was wasted. You just yeah. can't allow that in the state. You can qualify your champion also by asking the simple question, what is the CFO going to say about this deal? And if they say, I have no idea, you might need to go find somebody else. that's gonna A new champion. <laughs> well, well, Johnny, think about it. How many times is the, I want our listeners to really stay in. Stay in this theme right now. How many times do we have champions that say to us, hey, don't worry about that. I got that covered. Hey, don't worry about that. It's my job to you know, talk to the CFO. Hey, don't worry about it. And I've actually over the years just kind of developed a mantra that says, hey, it's my job to worry. Like I do this for a living and I don't it's not that I don't think that they can do it. It's not that I don't. But I just I encourage my champions Take advantage of our expertise. Like we do this every day. You don't buy this software every day. You don't buy whatever every day. We sell this every day. Here's our experience. And I think once you, cause, cause it's kind of like sometimes champions have this badge of courage and they want to prove to us that they can do it. Yeah. And I seen sales teams just get this wrong. They're kind of like, yeah. He's our champion. She's our champion because she's really she wants to go do this or what have you. And you're like, and when I hear these things, I'm like, why are you setting that person up like that? There's no badge of there's no badge of honor or badge of courage for a champion to go to loan to a CFO. So I think it's a really I think it's a really important point. If you're if you're sitting there listening to this right now and you are not in that conversation or you have somebody who's telling you, don't worry, I'll get it done. When somebody says that, you should worry a little bit. Last thing I'd like to talk about this, uh, Johnny and Michael, is the language is important. We talk about being, you get delegated to those that you sound like. Michael, would you talk a little bit specifically, Johnny Mac talked about measurements and those types of things of that language. What else are you encouraging and equipping your salespeople when you get to that financial level? What other language should you be making sure that you're very, very specific with like 
your language should make it very clear that there's a reason why you're on their doorstep. Does that make sense? It, it makes total sense. Would you mind if I said one thing about the previous topic that you wrapped up? Please. There's one word that comes to mind that you said, worry, you know, don't worry. We got it. The badge of honor. You should worry your point. I use the word paranoia. The yeah. best sales teams on the planet are paranoid, like viciously paranoid. Now, I don't know if that's fun personally or in relation, but <laughs> they're paranoid. I think it's oh, so healthy. It. Our, our CEO at Elastic, Ashko Carney, he, he and I talk about being paranoid a lot with our teams, for our teams and for our customers. If you think it's going to sail through and everything's fine, be careful, be paranoid. And right now, and that CFO factor, because you said it too, we had a champion say to us, and this is a previous company, uh, but again, I said this, this is for all times. Please trust me, the CFO yeah. does not sign off on this. Look, we, we've done this for months now, trust me. And that's not easy because you don't want to defy your champion, but you have to be paranoid and you have to, to John's point, assess that champion and then determine what to do. And sometimes that has to be an art and really thinking that piece through, but be paranoid. Sometimes I've asked the champion, you know, you might ask him about what the CFO is gonna say, but you can also say, you know, this is, you might've bought stuff like this before, but just let me ask you, have you ever bought anything for a million dollars here before? Because maybe they bought something for 50,000 and it sailed through, but when it gets to a million dollars, it's, Getting scrutinized. So have you ever bought anything for, you know, whatever the price point is, especially if it's a high price point? It's really key. And not, and by the way, not even Johnny putting them on the spot, like, because somebody could assume maybe that, well, are you saying that I haven't bought something for a million dollars? It's just the discovery question that says, hey, walk me through the last purchase you did of this, of this magnitude or what have you. And I guarantee you, listeners, when you ask somebody to walk, especially right now, when you ask somebody to walk them through, there's going to be a financial implication. Yes. It's going to be there. And now you don't have to say, hey, it's going to be there. It's not going to be there. Like they just told you the last time they did something, the financial implication was involved. And it just, you know, there's an old saying that says, uh, you know, people rarely argue with their own conclusions. <laughs> when you when you ask them to walk walk you through a scenario, and they realize that they've just you know they've just answered the question that the CFO was involved or the financial justification had to be put together, or what have you, it just makes it a lot easier. So these are these are really really good tips you guys are bringing up. Well done. You know, John, I mean, I could go back to your the, the question then. In terms of the language when you get up there, I mean, yeah, the obvious one, but people forget it's it needs to be in their language, in their parameters. What matters to them if you're forcing your goals, the way you read things, the way you're measured onto your customers, they don't understand it. You know, there's customers that want to help out their, you know, their vendors and their partners, but they don't live like that or understand that. And they have big challenges. And that's what you have to solve. So it's really being able to not only speak their language, but then fit inside how they're measuring a solution that has the right ROI 
or has the right timing or all the other value components there, I think is really key. And John, you, you talked about that a little bit earlier. To me, that's so important. Understand that, doing all your homework, and then being able to show them in their way exactly where the value is. And then I think you shoot up to the top of those 30 deals, right? You could certainly be one of the top ones, but it's the way that they're viewing the world and it's aligning to their priorities and the way that they look at, should we do this now? And should we do it with you? Hear more from Michael Kremen and the CFO Factor in his full episode linked in the show notes. Make it a great week.